Hi, Carly. Hi, Brenna. How are you? Good, how are you? I'm good, thanks. <laughs> um, when I say self-care, what do you think of? Um, well, I think of doing things to make you happy as a person, you know, make you feel at peace and comfortable with yourself, um, to put away all your daily stresses that you go through every every day of your life and find something that can bring you back to a zen point so you can... Carry on. Yeah, basically <laughs> carry on. Yeah. Okay, cool. Thanks. Welcome to episode two of 52 Self-Care Sundays. I'm Bren, your host, and I'm here with my very good friend... Carly. Carly. Um, We're here today to talk about something that, I mean, given self-care, I guess, has been categorized as something that you do to kind of give yourself some either downtime or to like take care of yourself by like maybe opting out a little bit of jomo action you can look that up um the opposite i actually of, don't know what jomo means oh it's the opposite of fomo <laughs> i felt really cool when i found that um but yeah it's the joy of missing out so i feel oh, like oh i like that yeah so that's uh popping up all over my feed lately but a lot of that sort of vibe is just kind of dialing it back a notch. I think there's been a few years of like, let's show how amazing I'm taking care of myself and like, check me out in my gym selfie and Carly and I have been on many a workout kick together and all that kind of stuff. So, um, but this isn't a Jomo episode. This is actually adding something to your plate, if you can believe it, (laughs) um, as a form of self-care. Um, but yeah, uh, Carly and I are in, uh, um, is it a band? Not really. Yeah, it's. I, we, I mean, I suppose you could describe it as a band. Technically, we play instruments and we sing. I struggle <laughs> <laughs> identifying as a band uh, because we've yet to, in the last 10 years, write our own We're music. We're a cover We're band. We're a cover band. Well, those are still bands, right? Yeah. Okay. So, Carly and I, along with our dear friend Inga, are in a, a band. Uh, cover band. Um, and, um, we met up this week to talk about where that band could sort of evolve, um, into something else. Um, and when I met up with them, I said, Hey, you know, I'd love to have you on this podcast because, Hey, I don't really know what I'm doing, but I know I like chatting with you. So we started discussing, well, what is this band? Like the thing we have in common, Um, Well, one of the many things, but the main uh, thing is, you know, what is it? And Carly said, it's a passion project. And I was like, I don't even know what that is, but it sounds really important and like everyone should have one. So Carly, we're here to talk about our shared passion project. Sweet. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. Um, No problem. Brought your house. So (laughs) thank you for having me. Thanks for coming all the way to visit me in my house so I didn't have to travel anywhere to do this. (laughs) I try I try to, you know, make my guests' lives a little bit easier. Um, so basically, to sort of give you a definition, um, again, I googled because why wouldn't I? Um, and I came across an article on Mind Body Green by Amy Shaw, MD, an integrative medicine doctor. I don't really know what integrative medicine doctor is, but she, she seems legit. I think... My guess on that is that it's a bit of, you know, his 
uh, like nat- naturopath uh, style. Okay, more healing. holistic. Yeah, holistic okay. healing uh, integrated with maybe just you know general health standards of uh, health. You know, and that is eat your... healthy, feel healthy. Yeah. You know that kind of thing. So well, that makes sense because Mind Body Green is more like a wellness site. I don't know any uh, integrative medical doctors out there want to let us know the official definition. That'd be great. Um, but Amy Shaw, MD. Um, describes a passion project as something you work on, often outside of your chosen career path, that gives you satisfaction, happiness, and puts you into a state of flow. It's what you do to escape it all. It's your tiny or huge contribution to the world. So when I read that definition and you think of our... Oh, we didn't even really... Carly, explain what our band is. (laughs) It sounds like we like rock out. (laughs) No, no. Yeah, so our band is called the Fruity Ukuladies. Um, Basically what it is, is there are three of us ladies who all play a ukulele each that has a fruit pattern uh, painted throughout the the instrument itself, I guess. Yep. So it basically, the long and short of it is that we started out just being three girls who generally loved a good karaoke night, loved to go singing, and we were all somewhat musically inclined, but not in an, any advanced way particularly. And uh, we decided uh, to pick up a few ukes from a local music store because we thought they were cute. <laughs> and uh, and then we convinced uh, my friend Inga and I started with buying the ukuleles, and then we convinced Brenna that she would be the perfect addition to make this a thing. And uh, we kind of just shot up from there. And, and our whole... M.O. is pretty much to record videos on YouTube while we drink copious amounts of wine, and, um... It's a Saturday night in, basically. <laughs> it's like, uh... Yeah, we were the original Jomo crew. This has been going on for yeah. almost a decade? I was no. participating in Jomo before I knew Jomo was a thing. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, this is... We were very, very ahead of our time. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah, so it, it turned... It, it was started as a hobby, and... Um, I guess I can say for me, the Fruity Ukuladies, or just singing and kind of, I guess it used to be karaoke, so like back in university days, like going to karaoke and getting up and singing, and we're not, I mean, we're not coming at you saying that we are. The first person I thought of when I was going to just name a singer was Leanne Rhymes. I don't know why, <laughs> but you know, we're not coming at you like a bunch of Mariah Carey's over here. Like we do this as, like it's, uh, we're musically it. Uh, inclined, but we're no... We're no diva. We're no pop diva. No, it's just for fun. But at the same time, um, it's evolved from just, like, back in the day when going out and karaoke were, like, our our choice activity. It it sort of evolved as we got a bit older and uh, turned into a night in bottles of wine and just jamming and joking around. And I guess if we're talking about putting ourselves in, like, a state of flow, I do feel feel like if I think of any kind of activity that I, you know, where I really feel outside of like whatever's stressing me out, if it's work or if it's whatever, I know that if I go and I hang out and I have a Saturday night booked with you guys, even if it's kind of like, oh God, I have to fit this into my life and we struggle to find days at work, mm-hmm. um, I still, I get there and I'm like, this is always totally so it. much fun and always worth it. And like, I'd set a deadline. I'm going home at 10.30, like, because I need to wake up, and blah, blah, blah. And then it's, like, midnight, <laughs> one, or whatever. I really gotta go. Yeah. 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 But you, my friend, are the busiest person I know. So how in the world do you make time for 
this passion project? Well, um, I think I just make it work in a way because it's very important. I mean, being someone who has two full-time jobs, um, it's more important than ever that you have a passion project, really. I, when I... When we started the Fruity Ukuleles, I didn't think of it as a passion project. No, it's a very fancy term that yeah. you basically applied to it. This I, week for me, I didn't. I, before <laughs> I was just like, hey, I'm in a band. Well, especially, and I, I, I really should have because while it sounds like, hey, all we do is get together on a Friday night randomly once a month, have wine, sing songs, and that's the the greatest part, the funnest part. But to post it on YouTube, there's still like a massive element of editing. Oh yeah, to be a Carly's the editor, and I'm getting her. I've actually requested some assistance on this podcast <laughs> because obviously I don't know what I'm doing. But she's a background in radio and television, so hopefully I'm going to sound super profesh from now on. Except I have no idea how to operate this particular software, so no pressure. Um, but yeah, so anyways, I would take the, all the material that we record that night, bring it back home, and that's another few hours slash days of work to do yeah um that at times just like Brenna was saying you feel like oh man I don't know how I'm gonna get this done right now it's the last thing on my plate I have so many other things I have to do but once you figure out how to carve the time in your afternoon to do it and you sit down and you start doing it you realize how much fun it is yeah like I will watch our videos back and have so many laughs even though I'm alone in a room yeah because of our ridiculous jokes and like camaraderie that we have and I'm getting to not only have experience it for the first time but relive it because I'm watching it all over again and yeah being able to pick and choose what parts we think other people might connect with you know it's yeah like, the editing it, process for you must be just like because like I'm the lazy band member who I've officially done zero of any of the production and stuff but I'm I am the participant in this group that doesn't have a radio and television background so the <laughs> Inga and Carly kind of know what's up in terms of how to produce and how to put it out there for the world and adding like animations and like it, no, it really does that stuff. <laughs> I mean but you guys have really taken it up yeah. a notch but yeah I can see like even for me just like okay I gotta get across town if it's gonna be at Inga's place because she's on the west side and we're on the east side and even just like those mental leaps to kind of go oh my gosh how does this fit and then you've got that on top of it um but, but then once you do it, yeah. you're like, wow, why did I even think that this was going to be cumbersome? Why yeah. why have I... And it's a funny pattern that humans slip back into every single time they want to do something. I mean, there's a definition about a passion project where they talk about how it's, like she says, something that, you know, brings a pa- a, a, about a passion, it, it elevates your standard of living, yet at the same time, it's human nature to always be resisting... Work? Action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inertia, inertia is more, more kind of the, the yeah. It's like uh, going to the gym, for instance. How many times do people mm. go to the gym, and once they go, they're like, "Wow, I feel amazing! I'm so yeah. happy I did that." But the very next day, you get up in the morning because you say to yourself that, that same day after finishing the gym, "I'm going to go tomorrow because I felt so good today." And yeah. then you wake up the next day and you go, "Yeah, you never regret going to the gym." Oh, I don't want to go to the gym today. And then a lot of times, people don't follow through. Right? Yep. So, I mean, I think with the passion project, it's still work. And I, you have to figure out that balance of is once you start the passion project, the mm-hmm. hardest part is starting. Right? Yeah. It's and putting once, your shoes on to go for the run. And then once your shoes are on, then you're out the door and you feel like you're in the in it. But yeah, how do we get ourselves to do it? Like, how do you, how do you drag your butt out of bed or do you turn, like, again, I, my, my first chat 
Um, and the first episode was all like, I sound really awful, but I'm like super hooked into like Instagram or like these really easy distractions because it's like a buffet these days, mm-hmm. like Netflix, like, um, you know, it's constant entertainment or constant kind of distraction. You know, I can have food. I don't have to go out to get food. Like Uber eats me my whatever. I feel like this right now. And I'm living in this world of like too much choice, too much privilege that I have access to all these things that that I I prioritize over stuff that I know after I do it I'm like wow I did something like feeds your soul in a different mm-hmm. way than like oh I watched a really cool new series although I did start a new series on Netflix and it was really awesome it's called Working Moms and I know that it's been out for a few years already in Canada but it's the bomb it's so good okay. They just put it on Netflix. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> but go on. How do you how do you prioritize? Even though you know it's gonna feel amazing once you do it, or like how do you still get your butt off? Yeah, off the couch and, and you out of anybody I know, like your you've got your Monday night sport thing, or you which I can't do anymore. Yeah, actually. well, see, there we go. But you and you commit to things, and you show up for people, and you always make space for, I feel like, the extras in life. Like, you you have two jobs, and you're juggling those, but you're also still adding in all these things. And, like, I feel like every year that passes, I'm kind of like, I don't need that anymore. I don't need that. I've kept the ukuleles in there because I really do feel like if I didn't have a musical element to my life, I'd probably, like, that's a big part of what, I know is something that I love, but I, I, other things, I don't know. How do you make time for all the things that make you, like, energize you? I mean, I think you sort of encompass a little bit in your last couple sentences about it's what's important to that person, you know? I mean, uh, when it comes to music, like you were saying, I still keep the fruit of ukuleles in my life for sure because it's, to me, it's a necessity. It's, like, one thing that, I know every time we do it, it's going to make me feel better. It's never, it is, I look back, I think about the things I've done in my life and I go, Has I, have I ever had a negative experience doing this? No. No? Oh, wait. Uh, we've done some gigs because people have actually asked us to play. But were they really negative experiences? Oh, you guys are, like, they were more, like, interesting experiences, I would say. But we've never, like, no one's ever booed us. No one's ever, We've you got know, some weird comments on yeah, YouTube. But I mean, like, I, and I'm talking yeah. about gigs. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, gigs. Everyone, little... everyone still comes up to us and says, you guys are hilarious, or that was a lot of fun, you know? Even yeah. if we did have a little flub on stage, or, like, you, that was cute, you know? Like, it's yeah. still... It's putting yourself out there. It's nerve-wracking. Just because a, an experience makes you nervous or uncomfortable doesn't mean it's negative. Yeah. You no, you're right. That's a good um, way to look at it. It's just a... It's, it can, you can think of it more of as an exhilarating experience, a challenge, you yeah. know? Um, and you can say, hey, I did that, you know? I mean, I suppose I sort of feel like with a lot of the things I've taken on in the past couple of years, mm-hmm. with the free ukuleles, uh, having a career job, owning a restaurant as well... Yeah, she's a... Per- she- what are you, yeah, you're all over the map, my friend. I'm all over the map, but I also <laughs> sort of feel like there are days where I feel like, why am I doing this to myself? Why am I not just living a simple life? I could choose to live the simplest life possible. Yeah, dial it all back. It's not, it's not, like, I, it's not something that's out of reach. I could just say, no, I don't want to do all this. I could just have one job and be boring. Yeah. But I am a fast-paced person, mm-hmm. and... I feel the constant need to be challenged because I'm only here for one life. You know, I mean, yeah. if it doesn't work out, what's the worst thing that happens? 
Yeah. No, totally. And I think, like, with a passion project, too, it's, like, it doesn't necessarily have to be something that, say, you just really love drawing. It doesn't necessarily mean your your aim is, like, secretly to become the next big yeah. illustrator. If that happened, that would be super cool. Yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah. That's I think, not the main reason you're doing it. Yeah. And the Fruit yeah. Ladies is a great example. So having this, like, thing that we do on Saturdays, like, it's a great kind of outlet to be able to practice our passion of singing and playing and stuff. Um, but now that we've started talking about it more in like a business context, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's like that never really, it was kind of in the back of our minds. This is when it felt like as now a it's a project. Yeah. Now, now it's a passion project. <laughs> yeah. Now we've kind of gone from hobby sort of like pastime to a project. So yeah, I guess there's different, there's different levels, but I think finding a place to fit in even a small amount of time of your day into that thing you love. And it, it's funny, like, as we get older, I think, like, your world becomes more and more responsibility, less and less stuff I love or, like, what I was interested in. Because I, as a kid, like, I I was so, like, so obsessed with, with music and I wanted to know all the new bands and I wanted to, you know, I'd be singing constantly like to the annoyance of my family and friends and you know as you get older I like I couldn't tell you who like a cool new artist is now like I've lost touch with all of that and so there's so many of them now that's why it's hard I know (laughs) yeah which is amazing but at the same time it's like it's overwhelming because I've sort of you kind of replace all that time with um with other things so Mm -hmm. I guess looking at it from that perspective is um, it's like the whole self-care umbrella, which I'm seeing more and more and people are starting to get like a bit worked up about like, what does the term mean? Like is self-care really, you know, can you apply it to things that are kind of more, I don't know if, if like more sort of fun things you add to your life as opposed to self-care as in like taking cool. hygiene and whatnot. Yeah. Cetera, and cetera, like, and yeah. you know, your mental, um, like meditation your your mental state yeah which I mean you do need to take care of yourself in that aspect but I think the self-care umbrella does encompass things like what is your what are you here for what are we here to do we're here to help each other experience a great time here and live to do good things for other people but ourselves as well I think like the enjoyment and like the you know doing good and feeling good as part of a community and as part of like you know, whoever you live amongst is important, but at the same time, um, there's just opportunities to have that, um, bit of time in your week. Like maybe it's not a daily thing. Like I can't tell you, I put, pick up a ukulele like every day and I'm like, I'm going to strum away for 20 minutes, which maybe I should, that's what I'll do. I will. Okay. So (laughs) I I didn't think of it. No, (laughs) done. I'm totally, no, but the point of this podcast was really more, I wanted to talk to people about um, these different sort of topics that sort of I see falling under this general term that pretty much means like do the things that feed your soul and feed like help your physical state and your mental state and all those things and what does that mean for each person but the passion project um, that we have that we share I mean do I dedicate enough time to that no definitely not like you do I think tenfold and Inga as well and like I've always kind of been just like I'm tagging along for the ride like I'm in these videos and like I love to get to sing but like I haven't I haven't really participated in like the sort of 
construction of like our the back end of are all you of this more stuff. interested in thinking about that now that we're talking about turning it into a bigger yeah I think well I mean I think I owe it to the group if we're because I mean to put it into context friends who are listening um we met recently with an art director um because ukuleles and children are two things that like go together like peanut butter and jam um we're talking about sort of going down the route of like getting into kind of children's entertainment and maybe tv spinoff maybe whatever maybe we'll be the wiggles but we're looking at it from the context of like if this is what we love like is this something that we could do as as our, our career. yeah as our lifestyle like if this is something we know that we can pour ourselves into so yeah i mean participating in that kind of the research that's going to go into that will be something that um even as a as an exercise from this 52 self-care sunday project i will uh, i will dedicate some time each day to for like pushing forward or moving the moving them the what is it what am i gonna say the moving the pond <laughs> just pushing the project forward ah okay yeah i don't know i don't know like a checker I, there was some sort of saying that i was trying to reach for and it wasn't coming but um yeah i guess it's uh it's dedicating that time in a in an already crazy busy schedule and it was more about i guess talking with you about what you tell yourself that makes you prioritize it because I think it's really easy to just go oh but I also really yeah. just want to oh it's so easy I to want to sleep or I want to like I think there's something to be said about um I, I mean I'm an a-type personality to begin with so yes you are <laughs> I have that going for me Wee, go 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 you know. go um I I tend to operate as a person um with a lot of little tiny mini personal challenges okay that's kind of a way that I sort of take on tasks that I'm really interested in um when it comes to like for instance this passion project Mm -hmm. this is a very long and large goal that we're, we're starting to talk about creating right yeah and when you think about it in that long and large format and then you look at your current life you go how in the world can I even <laughs> possibly even consider this? You yeah. Know? But instead, break it down. Like, break it way, way, way down. Yeah. Think about, okay, well, first of all, the start of this is just meetings. We're just having meetings. Yeah. We can have meetings. It's, it's not hard to just be like, you know what? Why should... Like, I, I can definitely prioritize in my busy life having meetings with two of my best friends who I always have great time hanging out with yeah. anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, I will be like, okay, well, this week I'm going to look at what my schedule is like and I'm going to challenge myself to, you know, get done... Go to the gym three times this week. I'm going to challenge myself to make sure I hit those, um, my mu- other musical jam that I have going on with some other friends, still do my two jobs. You're crazy. You know? But I, but there's always a couple of windows where I'm like, okay, those are nights where I usually sit in front of the TV because I need to. Yeah. Right. Um, and I'm going to say, well, okay, one of these every second week, for instance, for now, Yeah. I'll be like, I can commit that to doing this work because it's one socially um, refreshing and, uh, soul, what did you call it? Uh, help Fe- feed, feeds your soul, soul feeding. Yeah. yeah, soul feeding. Invigorating. And, yeah, and then also we're going to get work done, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, but and I'm the not... the productivity yeah. is also kind of pushing you, I think. Like, 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and having the, the state of accountability between the two of you, mm-hmm. like knowing that it's the three of us. It's a lot better when you're doing it with someone else because yeah, when you're true. trying to hold yourself accountable for something, no one else knows if you do it or not, then you likely won't do it. Yeah. So. <laughs> Make sure I get my doodling in every day and it's like no one ever sees. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're right. Having you know, people. And then, I mean, I know this sounds a little bit cheesy, uh, and I would never have been a person to say this even two years ago, but going to bed at night, or even just at the end of a week, looking back at the day or the week you've had, and just really trying to consciously think about the things you've achieved in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Because it really helps you go, you know, I should be proud of myself that I took these challenges on, mm-hmm. and I completed them. And even if you didn't complete them to this vast degree, like maybe you said I want to go to the gym and you know, have this crazy workout, but you just went and you did 20 minutes on the treadmill and, and yeah. that might not have been what your goal was, but you went Yeah, and you have to give yourself a little bit of credit. It's not, not saying, Oh, pat yourself on the back and say you did an amazing job. There's still a level of like, you know, self-competition there that you want to like, um, f- feel like you really did accomplish something. There's no, you don't want to lie to yourself that just yeah. because you are going through the motions, you're yeah. actually doing anything. But you don't want to be beat yourself up if you can't complete something in a time frame. Yeah, the last you, thing you, know. you want with the self-care sort of thing in mind is, like, the, to beat yourself up. Like, it's completely counterproductive. Like, the whole the whole thing is, like, if we're putting something else on your plate, it's that thing that's going to maybe elevate your mood or, like, boost your spirits to kind of maybe overcome some of the normal stresses that come yes. from... the challenge you give yeah. yourself is meant to be fun. It's yeah. not a challenge where you're going to be depressed if you don't complete yeah. it. Yeah. You're like... You run this marathon and I make it through 5K and it's like, forget about no, it. No, you're like, but you know what? I, I put it forth. I did the training and I gave it my all and I yeah. tried, you know? And, and I think just it's always fun first, but... You do have to recognize, depending on how large of a passion project you take on, yeah. that there could be a lot of work involved. But just break that work down. Look at it at as one portion at a time, and the yeah. next thing you know, you've, you've you have a body to, you're at the top of the mountain. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, little by little. Yeah. And I think that, and as you're talking about this, it's sort of funny because the way that this um, Instagram account, kind of research project, podcast, whatever, I was like, I'm going to do a podcast. And then... <laughs> I sort of, like, as I shouted it out, I realized, like, why did I say this? And I'm accountable to myself. Like, it's not like I'm putting this out there and expecting it, you know, to be reaching the masses. And if I stop next week, I'm sure the devastated public will move on with their lives. But it's it's one of those things. I've set myself a target. I'm going to do this 52 times, and I'm going to talk about things that remind me and hopefully people who do tune in that there's things that you can be doing for yourself that don't cost money. Like it doesn't cost, it costs us a bottle of wine or two or three to get together. Um, it's not, it's not the, it's not the things that you have to go out and spend like my spa day money and those type of things, which are also a nice version of taking care of yourself. But there are things we can be doing to kind of prioritize, um, boosting certain areas of your life. And this, I feel like is a soul feeding exercise, um, in that, you know, we're all here with different different interests and different things that move us. And the whole idea of a state of flow, it's like that, you know, a runner can get a runner's high and they're, or an athlete that's really in the zone and that kind of thing. Like, if you find that thing that really gives you that buzz where time just kind of stands still and everything's just kind of working, 
those types of things to add into your week, maybe it will help sort of you go over those humps where stuff just feels like, why is this so yeah. difficult? Like, why am I having this problem with a coworker? Why is my kid driving me bananas? Why is my spouse like yeah. not listening? Or why is this dog barking every time someone yeah. knocks on the door? And like, there's a lot of reasons to get like kind of up in arms and like politics or whatever. There's a lot of reasons to be unsettled or disgruntled or you can focus on a lot of negative things just because that's, you're surrounded by challenges and where this passion project thing, I think for me fits in is just, you know, it's those windows in your week or your month. If, if that's how much time you have to, to allocate to it, that you're just like kind of floating a bit. Like, yeah, it gives you a great opportunity to step out of all that chaos yeah. and focus on something that you feel good is doing. completely unrelated to all of that. Yeah. And yeah, and, and you're just immersing all the things that bring you joy into one three hour bring window you joy. or however long you're doing it, right? Mary Kondo would be so proud of you. Yes, we I wouldn't started have watching to, that. We wouldn't have to tidy up this passion project. Does it bring you joy? It no, sparks all of the joy. Um, um, but yes, yeah, so like, you know, you do this thing and you... you what is this woman's name again that uh, we're talking about? Uh, I think from Mind Body Green, Amy, Amy Shaw, Shaw says that state of flow begins to occur. You're feeling like you're in the zone. You're mm-hmm. getting so much done for the project itself, but also just for your mental health. You're feeling happy, excited. Your endorphins are up. Yeah, and I then, think that's just reason enough. Like, yeah, yeah I mean, good you, vibes going. Once you finish the project for that time, even if it's just you know you're working on a portion of it. Mm-hmm. You go back into the regular world, you face reality again mm-hmm. with a much clearer head and a calmer mind state, you yeah. know, like it's, then when you're talking about dealing with, you know, a, a crying baby or crazy politicians or mm-hmm. difficult work coworkers, you're all of a sudden going, this doesn't need to affect me as greatly as it did no, three hours ago, you know, yeah. I, I can, I can take as much of it as I can handle right now or I can leave it and deal with it in a bit. Yeah. You know, you just, you kind of... You aren't your problems. You also have, you have the identity separate of of that. It opens your perspective up. Yeah. And it lasts a while. Yeah. It doesn't just close immediately as soon as your project ends. You get to ride that high for a a little while, you know? So it's really important to incorporate some of that in your life. And it's it's funny that you say, how as a busy person do I do that? But I would say as a busy person, it's almost even more necessary. Yeah. You know, for someone like me to do that, it, it, they always, what's that adage? If you want something done, ask a busy person. Yeah. You know, and it's because they will find a way to make their time. Yeah. You have to be as a good efficient time as possible. Yeah. And they thrive on getting projects done. They thrive on being True. organized. And it's almost, in a weird way, sometimes that's some people's self-care. Yeah. Yeah. Give me you some know. another list to-do list. Like, let me knock yeah. these out. Some people, that they get that, that that joy of completing, like, checking that last thing off a list. It feels so good. Yeah. You know? And, no, I hear you. I'm a, list, I'm a lister. Yeah. My mom used to be like, I can't just ask you to, like, can you tidy up? I'd be like, what exactly would yes. you like me to tidy? Give me them in projects. Yeah. I want to see a list of, tr- I don't want to clean the living room. No. I want to vacuum. <laughs> Yeah. I want to clean out the couch cushions. Oh my god! I want to dust down the TV. Yeah. I want to put away all of the papers into certain <laughs> file folders. Not just one file folder. I need to like sit I'm and doing the Mary Kondo stuff. The away. Yeah, I'm doing all that as like a five week breakdown um, yeah. in sort of springtime, where I'm just gonna literally demolish my house, like just pull it all into yeah. a big I'd pile. I'd love to do the same thing. I'm gonna do day. it. I'm excited. <laughs> um, but that's awesome.
awesome. And I think when I when I um, sort of was talking to you and about meeting, it was also in the context of the passion project being something that you give yourself as like kind of an escape hatch that might not be big enough for you to fit through now. But the longer you spend kind of um, working on, I mean, it could be a side hustle or whatever. It could just be a project you're not monetizing or it could be something that turns into a bit of a side hustle that you're like, I'm good at this. I'm going to keep doing it and maybe make a bit of money, a pocket money or whatever. And then as it kind of snowballs, if you're going into a job that you're you're good at, it's paying the bills or whatever, but you don't have like the passion and the, I mean, and we're all doing jobs that we're trained to do but are we doing jobs that we're like completely in love with not everybody is and so the passion project is also something to kind of give you a bit of a plan um outside of your your sort of day-to-day that hopefully will give you that sort of like ah well you know I'm gonna go home and pour myself into this other thing that could potentially one day turn into the perfect kind of I can transition into this other career yeah but yeah there's just so many different ways of looking at it and and having it as like a positive um aspect to your life so i'm looking at the time and i was aiming for around 30 minutes so oh great we've really just powered right we've through exceeded our expectations <laughs> tick that off the list <laughs> um, god that felt good <laughs> but uh thank you so much and i'm going to take away from this conversation that i will do um, some work on fruit ukulele stuff this week, and I will see how that helps boost my soul or feed my soul a little bit, and then... Make a little list. Say it. Today, I can dedicate looking on the internet for some articles relating to pitching a show. Yeah. And I'll spend 30 minutes doing that. And then you do that 30 minutes, and you check it out. Oh, that's that's a that's that's a total bite. You really cut that bite size down into like just, baby bites. You know, that's I mean, good. Just, just something like a little something that you can say. I dedicated this time to that, and yeah. and if you are still having fun doing it, the you time know, just keep going. going. You yeah. know, if you have the time, but you okay. kind of got a little minimum amount of time for yourself to do that. That's it. Well, that sounds doable. So. Thank you very much. And all of you listening, I hope you find a bit of time this week to dedicate to something you're passionate about. And hopefully that gives you just an extra boost to um, enrich your life. And, you know, yeah. Thanks for listening and take care of yourselves. Bye. Bye. Um, I need help because I don't know what I'm doing, so can you use your radio and television background to edit my podcast so there's no gaps? I'm definitely going to try. I'll look through all of your settings and find out if there's anything that can stitch together two different elements. Okay, great. Cool. I feel so taken care of by not myself, by someone else. (laughs)